Take it away. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Creator's Corner Season 2, Episode 4. I'm here at an undisclosed location with hosts Mr. XGN and TSB Tiracone, and we have our favorite clan historian, Callie TSB, here as well. What's up? What's up, Callie? Uh, chilling. What are you guys doing? Uh, Podcasting. What? Yeah. Congrats in the bottom of the barrel for guests, I see. Sitting in lawn chairs, <laughs> <Sure>. you know. <laughs> wow. wow. What are we going to talk about with Callie other than him getting exposed every Thursday? Every Thursday. Cancel yeah. Callie. Cancel Callie. How many times <laughs> Sometimes you I can now, still hear Callie? his voice. It's like my new nickname. Yeah. How many times have you been canceled now, Callie? Uh, at least twice. I mean, I think what, well, the first time was some guy that disappeared. Remember when you got ended? Yeah, yeah. That's, I think it's what it is. I got ended. And then I threw like a big ass party and got dropped <laughs> ended and it was lots of fun. Yeah, I you hang out, you keep hanging out with Corey, you'll get fucking swatted. Your shit will get stolen. Mm-hmm. You'll be a hot story double wide. Yeah, <laughs> a hot two story double wide. I mean, they even yeah, I I might even get my imaginary site hit offline and a diss track made about me. Who knows? Yeah, that grown man said Walmart to Walmart me my royalties. <laughs> the Walmart to Walmart me really honestly, but look. Callie, our got <laughs> ended and then Unlimited did a goddamn GoFundMe for you. <laughs> On TSB's behalf. I bet I bet Callie got every dime that went into that GoFundMe account too. Damn. No, I didn't see shit, dude. <laughs> it's probably another race game, but that or that. Yo, I'll tell you what. With What's all that? the shit that we've posted about that girl proving that she has no doubt. I mean, we got one guy in TSB she scammed for, what, $6,000 in the last year? Oh, yeah. And, and for her to be in Clan Sanctuary, for all the clans that are still linked up with Sanctuary, KSI.com, Gamer Resort, LGN, what what am I missing here? What other clans are still there? Uh, all right. Because Before... those clans absolutely know they are clicked up with someone who scams fucking money online. So, you know what? Birds of a fucking feather. If you're going to knowingly click up with somebody like that, then that's what you are, too. Fuck you. Okay. Before we get into, like, the clan sanctuary business, let's kind of talk about the history and why that kind of how clan sanctuary got its start and what it means because I feel like we have a lot of listeners who don't really know the history of clans or maybe like they're in their first like Xbox clan now. And so um, since we have our favorite historian here, like I think this would be a good episode to kind of talk about (laughs) (laughs) talk about why he created the blacklist. And I'm just kidding. Um, So Callie, where did you get your start? Like what was the first clan you joined and why did you clan and why did you join them? Um, this was like early 2010, like late 2009. I got recruited into KSI by uh, someone that's a favorite of everyone. So, uh, yeah, so I, uh, fuck, what game was it? It had to be like Modern Warfare 2 or something like that. I got hit up by a guy named uh, KSI Battles 14. And I, you know, I know I wasn't hit up like, you know, specifically. I'm pretty sure he sent out like a mass message to like everyone. And, uh, I don't know. I responded. Yeah, I mean, I played with a group of guys like every day since uh, like early CODs. And they, uh, 
I don't know, they just weren't like as available. You know, some changed jobs, you know, some were hardly online, stuff like that. So it's like, you know, needed people to, you know, new people to know on Xbox, I guess. So I decided to do it and uh, joined up. Didn't really know, like, the whole aspect of the whole rank thing or anything like that. You know, I was just kind of playing video games and, you know, there's a whole bunch of shit going on around me, you know, in the clan. But, you know, I was in college at the time, so I didn't, like, really have a ton of time to, like, invest and stop and learn all the stuff. So I was good for about eight to ten months. And then uh, I stopped doing clans to finish college. And then I came back, like, maybe a year later. Like a year later, it's you for college, bro. What kind of loser is this guy? Yeah, who fucking degrees, dude? Like, (laughs) only degrees I need is zero degrees gaming in my life. Yeah, that Helios, he's a fun guy. Between Landry and fucking Cali, here we've got I don't know how many degrees. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, so. KSI is where I got my start. Uh, when I came back to Clans, somehow we're on uh, Bla- Black Ops 1, I believe, or Modern Warfare. I think it was Modern Warfare 3. I think it was Modern Warfare 3 when Battle somehow found me again. I don't know if it was like a saved message or something like that. He was running a clan called GRM. I decided to give it a go again. That lasted for about six months, ended in like a whole bunch of fucking controversy, you know, over, you know, and funny enough, if you really think about it, GRM actually ended and I found my way back into KSI in 2013 because Battles had, was raising money on the website for uh, some sort of partnership. Forgot, like it was a Google partner, something that like just didn't fucking exist. But uh, it sounded nice, and there was a lot of younger members in the clan. That was kind of like his forte. He liked like 15 to 17-year-old members because they listened more or whatever. And uh, we raised about, I think he raised about fifteen or $1,600 on the website, and nothing ever happened. And then someone found out that he blew most of it on just like weed and girls and you know, all types of stuff, and uh, a giant <laughs> mutiny started, and the clan collapsed, and yeah, so the whole stealing money thing is is not new, but it's just a fun similarity for what we'll be talking to throughout. Hold on, let's not just breeze past this. So we're getting the inside scoop of the Galactic Republic Military Unit of Online Space Control, GRM, <laughs> U-S-O. <laughs> Enterprise. <laughs> Wait, wrong. Enterprise um, wrong. <laughs> program. Bro, I had a bunch of GRM kids in the- and they have some kind of special code in there, right? Like, we got them in there. We're, we're doing our thing. This was five years ago, six years ago. And this one kid said, he gets all quiet, and I could tell he got a message, and he said, something, something, code, something, something, and every fucking GRM kid in that party dipped oh, out. No. Like, they have special codes. Yeah, language. And I was like, wow. The whole- that. Protocol 66 thing. Yeah. Protocol <laughs> something, something. Yeah. And then immediately every fucking one. It's wild, dude. The whole clan is laced that way. I mean, like, uh, they don't have, like, directors and division leaders and stuff like that. They're called, like, knights and padawans and masters and elders. And 
Yeah, they. I mean, but what's weird is like they they they're they're running off like battalions is what they call their divisions, which has like really nothing to do with with Star Wars. I, I don't know. Maybe if I'm wrong, Darth will make fun of me later. Oh. Yes, yes, he will. <laughs> I'm surprised we're not like a war clan. I mean, just imagine them being in a party and just shouting. I want you to write Galactic Republic military on your forehead. I'm like what? <laughs> like, dude, so, what was your old gamer tag, Callie? Um, my first KSI tag was KSI Fate or KSI Doctor Fate, and then uh, I don't know. I'm like a big like DC fan. Yeah, that's a a Justice League reference. And then, um, what is it? What was my gamer tag in GRM? I think it was again DC was Kal El. It was GRM Kal El. So yeah, I was going through like my whole like Smallville phase and all that shit. So oh my god, mm-hmm. have you seen um? That, like the show Smallville, or oh yeah, no, I've I've watched through Smallville like three times. I think it's like eleven seasons. Uh, uh, it's crazy. I never watched Smallville. I watched Kyle XY though, and that show ended on the worst possible note. Dude, like it's Kyle completely Why was such an underrated show? That, like, I agree, a thousand percent. Good, yeah, I haven't heard anyone else. I've, I've have not met anyone else in the last like five years that knows about that show. Yeah, that will never forget the ending on that. Like they just canceled it. But so you used to be Cali seven too, right? Yeah. So fun part about that was uh, when I came back at 13, I just ran with a fate tag and uh, what was it? Uh, at the time I really didn't know like the full details of everything that happened in GRM. So I just know that battles had been invited back to KSI from by Dallas and black ghost, you know, and uh, that's, that's like a, a fun phenomenon. Usually, like uh, there's a couple people like that that uh, you know when they're they're hurting for numbers and they needed to build. You know, people like Lazar battles were like uh, very frequent returns. People they'd give chances to just because you know they could build something really quick. I mean, it wasn't gonna you know last too long without people there to retain. But it was just numbers in a hurry. So, uh, yeah, I came back as Dr. Fate again, or Fate, and uh, worked my way up. I had a lot of time on my hands, you know, more time not being in college. And uh, so I learned more of the ranks, stuff like that, got really invested in everything, and uh, just kind of grinded out, built a squad, hit co-founder, and then it was kind of like, uh, hey, you know, uh, you got to put a seven in your name. So I was like, all right, so I was going to do the KSI Fate 7 thing, but, you know, unfortunately in KSI, when it's, you know, you get a clan spin around for like 15 years, and, you know, every fucking cool gamer tag on Earth has been taken. You know, like, like uh, you know, Fate 7 was not available. So I kind of had to wing it, and the least creative name possible came to me, which is Cali. You know, I'm from California, so. I dare you try and take my title as the least creative gamer tag. <laughs> Okay. What? Um. So, what does a seven mean in your gamer tag? Um. I mean, all it's weird. There's so many weird phenomenons about the seven and stuff like that. People say it was for the the seven original creators of KSI, even though like you know there's three original creators of KSI, and then you know the rest were just kind of afterwards. Um. Who do you say the three original creators are? Because we've definitely heard that. Oh, that's easy. Well, two of them have been on the podcast. So yeah. You got, you got Bill, Dead Meat, and uh, Bill, Dead Meat, and Cyrus. I mean, I know uh, Dot Com's probably going to cry about this, but JT isn't a creator. 
That's just uh, some cute title they gave him for owning the website. <laughs> so, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Kelly said, fuck JT. <laughs> yeah. Callie and JT are good friends. They've met up in real life. JT would never stab him. Oh, in the yeah, back. totally not again. Oh, that's a again. whole other story. Like, <laughs> we got time. <laughs> Tell us. So this should be fun seeing the fact that like a lot of the current people in KSI, both KSIs, like really have no idea how like JT and Carried them acquired the clan. How he thieved it. How he thieved it. Say it, Callie. Say thieved it. Thieved it. <laughs> he thieved the clan. I hate it. Yeah. No, that sounds way better. Um. All right. So when I came back, or so, so let me think here. So through my gaps, obviously, to catch everyone up, so current, it makes more sense. Uh, came back in 13, built my way back up to senior, built my way up to senior director for the first time in like 2014. Left after, you know, a huge ass, you know, mutiny happened and a clan called SMG was created and came back about six months later, just kind of took a sabbatical and BT was running the clan. So, you know, I mean, if you don't know who BT is, Big BT runs KN, which is in excess right now. You know, I actually heard he's alarmingly cute, but continue. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, yeah, no, I've met him in real life, too. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, BT's running the clan. I come back, you know, clan's kind of in. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I wouldn't say in shambles, but I mean, it was it was relatively small, like three hundred members, two three hundred members. And uh, I came back to basically rebuild the clan, and so I mean, with the help of like you know a good amount of people, you know that that happened, you know, like shout out to Reaper and all them. So they helped me out a lot, and. Uh, I don't know. I built my way back up to senior director. Uh, I was up there with Game and Big Papa and BT. You know, Huck was kind of on the rise, you know, and then uh, Jazz is Miss Airy. She was the director at the time. And uh, a lot of shit had gone down. I mean, we went through like two, three years of, you know, constant friction from, you know, outside clans and .org and there's a lot of shit going on. So, I mean, uh, Miss Airy, she left. She left and uh, took a few people with her, created her own clan. You know, she had her own uh, philosophical differences with some people at the time. And uh, that just left, you know, primarily, you know, BT, Game, Big Pop, and I, you know, and Huck. Huck was a director. Fuck, I think he ended up leaving before all the Carrot JT stuff, too. So, yeah, no, it was just uh, the four of us. So... By the time that happened, you know, Carrot uh, had brought back his friend Pooter. Uh, Pooter, I guess, had been around for a long time, or was around a long time ago. I wouldn't say been around for a long time. But uh, he had come back and was like, I'm going to interrupt you, but why is that always the standard of like people that get to come back? Just like that's like the requirement. Oh, he's been around a long time, so fuck it. Let's just give him a board ring. It's kind of is. I mean, like, you know, what's funny is it's like it it always gets contradictory if you think about it. It's like every every time like a clan restarts and like, I mean, God knows KSI has restarted like 1700 times. I mean, like every time a clan restarts, that's always kind of the standard. Oh, well, you know, everyone has to start from the bottom. Everyone's going to start brand new, you know, until one of your friends comes back. 
And then, like, then one of your friends comes back. I mean, that was more of a case, I think, than anything. Was, you know, then one of your friends come back, you know, you, know, you knew them from back in the day or something like that, you know, and that kind of immediately qualified them as someone you trusted that needed to be in rank. So, I mean, that was, fuck. I think the build before that was Killburn. Killburn got brought back for the same reason. You know, and, me and Terrico would run KSI. I mean, it probably would be a smarter idea. I mean, well, blackjack and hookers, blackjack and hookers. That invite me. Actually, yeah. sounds good. real knowledge, strength, and integrity up in this bitch. <laughs> right. Seven will stand for the the number of times that the KSI bitches had taken a seat. <laughs> All right, so Callie, who do you think uh, the most toxic person in KSI is? Oh, it's easy. The guy that recruited me. It's probably the most toxic person ever. Um, battle, so battles. I, I mean, I think Corey could probably agree with that. <laughs> so, I mean, so could shit, so could Terra Code. So, I mean, that's in my opinion, he's probably the most toxic person to walk through the doors of KSI. I mean, just with the amount of chances he got. I mean, that's not entirely his fault. I mean, like, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's hard to. It's hard to like you know kind of figure that out because it's like the system has kind of created some of the toxic people, you know that you know or just added to people that were already toxic. So I don't know. As many uh, times he's left to hit the clan, I'd say he is. Um, who is the most influential person you met uh, while in KSI? Well, in KSI, uh, I don't. Know, I, I met like a lot of like old leaders and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the most influential person. I mean, despite the fact, you know, I mean, I have a clear bias for people like, you know, Dallas, BT, and all them. Probably Black Ghost to be. He's probably the most interesting out of out of all of them, out of that circle. I mean, he was he's probably like the smartest tactically. So I mean, that was I, that was just his like you know scheme. You know, Terco had a lot of dealings with Black Ghost, and Black Ghost is kind of a different animal. Compared to like most clan leaders. Oh, oh yeah. were you friends with him, Jericho? I mean, as as good of friends as you could be with Black Ghost. Yeah. Man, that's TC and BG, man. They go way back. Yo, look, the we, most uh, influential person is definitely Coltrane. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Black Ghost was a. Uh, he was. Not, I mean, you heard Nada speak about him, uh, seven seven Bill, when he was on here. He, uh, are you? I mean, you were pretty sick that day. I don't know if you heard everything, Landry. Yeah, he, uh, just doing good to be here. Black Ghost is a is a bullshitter. He would come to me after they broke off of KSI. They they formed KSI United, took a bunch of people, and he would come to me and he'd be like, you know, everybody's flat, nobody's want to do anything. Uh, I need you to declare war on on KSI United for a little bit, like just over the weekend, get my people fired up. So that was kind of how Black Ghost was. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's the thesis. Behind the scenes. Behind <laughs> so do you remember um, meeting Mr. Exian and Terracode for the first time? Uh, I think the first time I met Terracode was in a party in like 2013 or 14. Oh, that went well. Or something like that. No, actually, you know what's weird is it was <laughs> kind of different in terms of KSI leaders at that point. 
was, I mean, yeah, you know, K-Star was kind of universally hated by everyone. So, I mean, like, it made yeah. it really hard. I mean, but at the same time, kind of made us stronger, you know, development-wise. Like, if you could survive that, you know, chain of command, then, you know, you were you were going to last in the hobby. So, I don't know. that. Uh, I, I, I kind of always got along with everyone. I mean, I had a decent relationship with, like, J2H and, you know, could talk to people like For Life and them. So, like, by the time I, I met Terracode, it wasn't a bad party. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. you know, at the time I was kind of hanging out with a couple of J2H guys and he joined the party and, you know, I mean, I didn't really get to stop and talk to him or anything like that. So, I don't know. That was probably the first time I, I like, met him online. That's Terracode. Oh, who, who is who is the most toxic person you've met outside of KSI online? Um, and do they message you from multiple? Places? I was I was about to say, but this goes into our next question. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it, it'd be really hard for me to say someone like Battles is the most toxic person that's ever been in KSI without saying Ray is not the most toxic person I've been outside of KSI. Just because they're like almost identical, you know, in, in, you know, how they are. And so, I mean, that's, that's crazy. And that's what blows my mind. See, what you're talking about, like when we first started the podcast was, you know, you got KSI in there and all that stuff. It's like, if I tried to sell battles to KSI right now to dot com, they all oh, fuck that. It'd be crazy. You know what I mean? Blood war. You know what I mean, they, they would want nothing to do with battles at all. You know, if we threw him into a server with them, you know, they would kind of be at the same mindset we are about Ray. So it kind of fucking blows my mind that there's someone that's exactly like Battles and they're aware of it in the same server as them and it's treated differently. So, yeah, yeah that's... Ba- Battles is someone that KSI members were afraid of that I never understood. But, I mean, to me, he was a fucking clown. You know what I mean? But... KSI, he'd hit them so much, they were like afraid of him. Yeah, I was... that's that's why nobody in KSI would ever get out on the uh, the Star Wars games, right? Because they didn't want to have to deal with battles. Yeah, it's he's just a horrible fucking person. You know, like he's not great. Like everyone's afraid of him because he got this reputation of hitting clans, but it's not him purposely hitting clans. He's just he just makes clans fall apart. Cause he's so bad, like it's like just his aroma, just like like he went over into like he he was like over in TXI for a while and had like some high rank, and then fucking end up like splitting off from there and doing remember like that rotten network or some shit, the that that RGN. I don't know if you were around yeah. back then, and fucking like, dude, ridiculous. Like and it was just like him and like I got the inside scoop. It was just him being a shitty leader, like. And it just like made shit fall apart, like wherever he goes. But he he is, uh, you know, like when did y'all bring him back into KSI.com? Is right before the KN split? Yeah, right, I got right, brought uh, back like, 2000, like, yeah, like maybe late 2017. And he was around two, three yeah. months. The, the very first thing he does is get some low-ranking kid in KSI.com to start messaging me on my Facebook talking shit about Landry and my ex-wife and my family and shit. That's the first thing Battles does, you know, because I get this kid in a party and I get the fear of God in him and, and he breaks down and starts sending me screenshots of Battles telling him to, you know, where my Facebook is and what names to throw up and what to say and 
Yeah. That's the kind of piece of shit Battles is. Oh, wow. Not surprising. Yo, but but the same token, when they brought Black Ghost back, and he was, what year did they bring him back? 2013, uh, when they brought him back. Was it 13? Yeah, because you had Iceman in, from 2011, 12. What, what year did he bring back Killabar? Uh, 14 is when he brought back. 14. The very first thing that Killaburn did was send me J2H for life and all, you know, all the clans that you probably don't want to fuck with if you're in KSI, he sends us all a big group message on the 360 telling us that the prodigal son had returned and, you know, there would be no mercy shown. Oh, boy. All this shit. I'm like, okay, well, he owes almost everyone you've messaged here money, so thank you for letting us know what clan to hold responsible for that, that debt. Yeah. yeah, it was a weird time. I mean, I don't know. It's just KSI is always traditionally like from a like and, and it's weird dude like no matter how many times it starts up it's always the same systematic mistakes you know what i mean like and, and that's what i've realized is like no matter you could change the structure you could change the name i mean you could even you could even tweak the damn logo if you wanted to and it would not change the actual problems in ksi and like that's the hard part is like you know, I never saw that being in KSI for, for so long. And then, you know, until I was, you know, outside those walls, you know, realizing what those problems were and, you know, how it's just like ingrained in like the culture of that clan. So, uh-huh. You know, that's, that's something that uh, Corey and I have talked about a lot, you know, like that, that's one of the things about, all the KSIs is their refusal to acknowledge their past and the things that they've done. You know, it it causes, it it just pisses me off. Like if you just said, Hey, past administrations, past people did these things, you know, it was a fucking huge mistake. We're, We're, we're not, we're not that those people anymore. You know, people are allowed to grow and, you know, clans are allowed to grow and, and to come through shit like that, I would be okay with it. The fact that they refuse to acknowledge their past and the shady, dirty shit they've done, that's what pisses me off because, I mean, I'm telling you right now, most of the dirty shit that I learned to do on the 360 was taught to me by KSI kids. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people don't know that. You know, things like 70S and, you know, clan wars and infiltrations and ghosting and all that stuff. I mean, that's all you know, Bill era shit. I mean, that's all like that's all KSI stuff. You know what I mean? And I mean, people are hitting people offline. All kind people's personal information, doxes, all that shit came from KSI. Yeah, it's crazy to it's crazy to think about. All right, yo, hold on. Speaking of things that came from KSI, um, Cali, yeah. Let, let's talk about this. All right. How how has your like experience been like since you departed like fully from behind those walls? Because let's be honest, in anything in life, you can always apply the saying that you don't notice the problem until you're not inside those walls. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Explain. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love the like the philosophical Corey is awesome. Um. I mean, pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's like how you, that's the best way to describe it. I mean, we got out of KSI and, you know, going back to like what we're talking about, you know, Carrot brings Pooter back. 
uh, you know, Pooter starts, you know, I mean, we're giving this guy chances and clan ops and he's not really delivering on shit. You know, next thing you know, the dude's like spewing out skepticism about all the leaders, you know, in public, you know, chats and shit. So, you know, BT steps in and is like, hey, bro, you can't do that shit. And then it turns into like, I mean, ultimately, to cut things short, he was there to start problems. That's that's why Pooter was there. Pooter was there to start problems. You know, he leaned on people that were angry with us at the time to help with those problems. And in turn, you know, they were able to use JT and Carrot. And, you know, some of like, you know, that what's networked, like I said, like what's what's like enriched in in the culture there. A lot of it is is due to friendship, toxicity and, you know, different levels of accountability and all that stuff. So it's like they're able to use that against them. Here's one of Carrot's friends that thinks all these problems are happening because of, you know, BT and game and and I and other people. And it needs to be a change. So they started this whole mutiny. You know, or I wouldn't say me, it's like a hostile takeover per se, but it was all done in private. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that was the biggest reason why I didn't stay in KSI, neither did Game. I mean, I could speak for Game in that aspect because he'd say the same thing. Is we get invited into a random server and everyone, you know, and it's fucking web staff and all types of, you know, just random, you know, random staff members from departments and stuff like that. And, you know, this is run by Care, JT, and them, and they're basically, you know, creating a coup in private to, like, you know, cut BT's throat and kick him out on the street. And that, you know, and to me, it was like, that's like textbook KSI. You know, that, you know, Fuzzies was created the same way. United was created in similar fashion. I mean, it's every, every time, you know, SMG beforehand, you know, that hit my builds, everything is, you know, was the same. Everything was always the same, you know, like, hey, we're going to make KSI a better place by doing exactly what made KSI toxic in the first place. And, you know, that's what I realized getting separated from all that shit. But I mean, ultimately ended up being a gift in somewhat, you know, we came, we started KN, came into XS and learned a lot of shit that like we would have never learned being in KSI, you know. I mean, let's back up, let's get back before like. Cause like I I kind of like didn't really know you that long before all that shit happened. Oh yeah. So like, how did like I don't even remember what how we even interacted. I know I didn't trust you because you had fucking like you were a knight of battles fourteen or some oh, weirdo I, shit in your body, slave yeah. or something. Oh my god. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You had going on like boy toy of battles fourteen was in this man's bio, hundred percent. They had so they were we, like I would troll with shit like that, but like fucking uh, how do we even meet? Uh, you were in a party with Game, and we heard that Bill was coming back. We heard that Bill was coming back. So, well, I mean, we had met in a couple parties beforehand through Game, but I think we didn't start, like, becoming friends. Like, you know, turn that corner of, hey, you know, this dude isn't just, like, you know, a disciple of battles. Fucking, um... Boy toy, same thing. Boy toy, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh... I got like really drunk at a bar that night with my roommate and we came, I came home, I hopped on Xbox. You were in a party. With I've game. seen this porno. <laughs> I know it turned out, turned mm-hmm. out how that's how, where the bro job started. So, all right. Uh, so I get <laughs> to a party with you in game. Uh, you guys are talking about Bill. Bill was talking about getting back on Xbox. Everyone's freaking the fuck out. You know, you had BT, everyone, you know, was, you know, have their guard up. They're not, he's not taking the fucking community for everyone's freaking out. They don't know. 
they don't know what to expect, bro. Like, Bill's been gone, like, eight fucking years. You know what I mean? Like, you know, from, from Xbox, at least. And all of a sudden, he's getting back on. It's like, why? Like, why is he getting back on? Everyone's freaking out. So, I'm drunk, dude. I come home, and I'm on. I don't understand. I don't understand why everyone's freaking out, dude. What's he going to do? Come in a party? Be like, hey, I'm Bill. And <laughs> you thought that was the greatest thing ever. And we, I don't know, it just turned into a massive inside joke, dude, where, I mean, fuck, I think you even created a Twitter that said, hey, I'm Bill, and, you know, it was all Billy Roach quotes and all types of stuff. <laughs> so, I don't know, that kind of started, like, a whole inside joke of, like, the Billy Boys. It kind of spawned, like, I don't know, I think uh, we were on a run back then. You made that YouTube video, it was fucking hilarious. You know, him, is his MTV Chris video. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, yo. dude. Are we really have to throw that in this one too. <laughs> like we just throw that around. Like, I love that video. That's hilarious. I was sitting this. All right, let's talk about what a great contribution and part of the founding of KN I was. Continue. <laughs> well, I mean, when when all that shit happened, we didn't like really know what to do. Yeah, I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna stay in KSI. Not for a sake. I mean, it was more. Most of it was for the sake of, hey, man, like if you if you had a problem with BT, like you could have like JT could have pulled him aside, had a conversation with him. You know, if fuck Bill was around back then, he could have pulled Bill and Game in and said, hey, these are the problems. You know, we could have worked through everything. So I mean, we I just felt like slitting the dude's throat, you know, in private and surprising him with all of it was kind of there's no honor in that. So I don't know. At that point in time, we stuck. We stuck by BT. We're gonna do it anyway. He's our friend, and um, he's got the biggest wiener of the group, of course. <laughs> so I mean, Game and I were in a party with you, and a lot of talk was, you know, what the fuck were we gonna do? You know, I mean, uh, it was you know we were creating this new clan. You know, obviously that was you know the the end result was we had that was the inevitable. We had to create somewhere new to go. You know, we had the majority of clan ops behind us. So that's what we did. Yeah, I mean, we started off KN. KN, you know, we tried to roll with the whole KSI thing. I was coaching you the whole time. I was like, look, y'all can take the KSI name. Those fuck, I was building y'all. I was like, those fuckers fucked y'all over. Fuck them. Fuck Bill. I I don't, I honestly don't (laughs) think we would. Yeah. Dude, we wouldn't have that kind of motivation had you like not been around. Yo, you remember Bill's video of endorsing BT and it looked like you recorded it with like a fucking like razor flip phone? Dude, hey guys, 7 7 here. I do like, did he throw like a thumbs up at the end of that too? Oh, it was bad. I think I could Rock find on it. Or, or fight on guys, or some shit like that. Game on, gamers. Oh, that's what he said. <laughs> and then he, he goes public on Twitter and fucking backs up JT, right? Yeah, so I mean, no, yeah, it was, it was, was like Twitter. It was, he wasn't really active on Twitter at the time. This is a problem. Is he creates this video, and we're like, all right, cool, dude. We got Bill's endorsement. Everything's great, dude. We got Valiant on our side, dude. Valiant like wrote the COC, all that shit for KSI back in the day. So it's like a Valiant. I mean, Valiant stuck with us. So I mean, you know, he. I'll give him props for that. But uh, you know, Bill out of nowhere, like three days later, is on you know the shout box of dot com's website, you know, endorsing them. So I'm like, well, well who the fuck's he endorsing? You know what I mean? <laughs> is he endorsing us or is he endorsing dot com? But I mean, ultimately, I I don't know, man. I, I just it, to me, a lot of that whole scenario would have never happened, and I think one of the stupidest moves ever in clans. 
you know, and I can't care. I'm not going to kick Bill too much for it just because Bill, I mean, it's Thomas, you live and learn type. Of- I think it's hilarious. He's like, I support whoever wins. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It was, you know, like, yeah. He's like that dude in the video that, like, has, you know, the, the, the like, boat, like, it's the Super Bowl, but he has, like, both teams' jerseys on. He's got the other team's jersey on, but underneath it. So, <laughs> yeah. So, like, that, that meme of bat, like, backing into the bushes and then coming out totally different. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think one of the dumbest moves ever was creating uh, an owner for the website and an owner for the clan. I, I just thought that made shit really impossible. You know, and what do you, what was JT's motivation for doing BT that way? Yeah, most of it was just carried. I mean, and that's what threw us off. Okay, it was like you know, JT's not a bad guy. Like, I mean, we we've hung out with JT, had beers with JT. JT was actually a really cool dude. It was just he had you know, Pooter was in Karen's head, and Karen was in JT's head. At some- so you're saying they're fucking? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh-huh. You heard. I mean, it just goes back. It goes back to the case I stick with lovers. That they're lovers. Uh, I mean, BT would you probably like it here that first. <laughs> BT would probably like that theory, but uh, no, it just goes back to the the toxicity I was talking about. It's a systematic thing of you know, you know, leaders having their favorites, you know, or their their group of friends, their clique, their regime, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, it's existed for a long time in case, uh, you know, through different regimes, you know, whether it be Black Ghost, Fuzzy Meep, you know, they all had their groups of friends, you know, and I wouldn't say, you know, Black Ghost and Fuzzy Meep were guilty of favoritism or anything like that. They just kind of were, you know, a part of what was going on. So, I mean. So, when Aries left, you guys, how many people did she take with her? I think a handful. I mean, that was a really rough situation, dude. I mean, like, that was about a month before. All of the shit with Pooter and Karen and them happened. And uh, she was running a division called Ellie. And she hits me up randomly one day and says, hey, I need you to blacklist me. I said, well, why the fuck would I blacklist you? You didn't do anything. Well, because I want to leave because she'd been fighting with Huck nonstop for about two, three months. Huck, you know, Big Papa. It, just, it got to a point, dude, like the friction in the clan to where like we couldn't even have meetings like without everything being questioned and it just got insane. So, I mean, she, in, in her mind, she was fed up with how things were going. Cause she had her own separate way of wanting to do things. So she felt like if I had blacklisted her, like it would prevent her from coming back. Mm-hmm. And she sure did it. Yeah. So I'm like, to me, I'm like, no, I one million. The, the hard part anyways, like it didn't <sighs> you could have saved KSI. Look at you. Huh? She predict he was trying to save you from the future that is now. You could have prevented all this. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wouldn't have stopped it. I mean, she she pre dude, she realistically had a vision. She predetermined that she was a worthless bitch, and she was trying to get you to save the whole KSI name. But now, thanks to your lacking of that. Now she's running KSI, man. Look what you did. Well, I don't think my decision really had anything to do with it. You were supposed to blacklist her and you failed the well, whole scene. Well, I mean, the blacklist got wiped, you know, a day after we left anyways. Oh. I mean, yeah, they got rid of the whole thing. <laughs> but I love the whole, like, Pathfinder, like, storyline behind it. Like, it oh, man, I was better. going deep, bro. Like, 
Honestly, Miss Aries was really in that, like, past Miss Aries was trying to be a hero. She should, like, blacklist herself now. Huh. I, she could do it now. She has the power. Well, I mean, the hard part was, like, they, they were on this whole kick of, like, uber democracy. And it's like, dude, I'm all like, you can't really run that in the system that we have. You know what I mean? Yeah, some democracy you know, should exist in clans, but, like, there always needs to be some form of oversight because it's like we're constantly inviting new people into the fold and we have to teach them what is acceptable and what is not. We can't just, you know, throw a gavel in their hand and say, hey, make this decision about the clan, you know, when they don't, like, understand how any of it works. So... I mean, it just, at the time, dude, when that was being attempted, it just kind of created, like, a giant, like, you know, union within the clan. So, shit got really toxic. So. Right. Quick question. Yeah. All right. His serious answer, right? Let's just be honest. Yes. Would you, I don't, I just, I don't need anything complex. I just need a, I agree or disagree. Would you agree that a large majority of KSIglobal.com is, in fact, weenies? <laughs> I need you to be fucking serious, Kelly. Come on. <laughs> yeah, there, Kelly, this is a very serious podcast. So please keep it together. I agree. Shot, or I disagree. The majority of KSIGlobal.com are, in fact, weenies. I agree. They're in sanctuary right now. That makes they them- are, in fact, what? All right. I need Kelly to say weenies. I did say weenies. I said- All right. <laughs> yeah. We're going to clip that. They're in sanctuary right now. Weenies. All of them. Sanctuary weenies. <laughs> sanctuary weenies. Trent, say, say weenie. Fuck sanctuary. Say weenie. That's close. They call them weenies, Trent. They're, they are weenies. Yeah, dude. sanctuary weenies. Kids. Dude, that's the new hashtag. Sanctuary weenies. Weenies. I hate. Clan weenies. <laughs> hashtag clan weenies. So before we get into clan sanctuary, um, let's kind of, I guess, talk about how you were in excess for a little bit, right? And then yeah. um, Ray has publicly and privately taken credit for manipulating you into joining TSB. Do you um, agree that she manipulated you, or do you think that you came? Yeah, Kelly, you don't. Uh, definitely not. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> when I met Ray, I had already had in my mind that you know I already been talking the game. I had had in my mind like, hey, dude, shit was like mad stressful. You know, like. Corey was mad stressed. Everyone was super stressed. There was a lot of shit going on, you know. And, like, there were, I mean, you could call it misconceptions. You could call it, you know, all time. I mean, and that happens in clans, you know, with, like, people. But, no, like, when I when I first met her, it was with the intent kind of to get a hold of, you know, Terracode and, and Helios. Yeah, you know, I didn't really have, like, direct lines to them, and I knew that she was connected to them. What was you trying to fuck? No. Okay. Yes. She um what was it? She she also I mean she was also causing a lot of problems for X and XS at the time. So I thought maybe like if I could create a better image for her on who we were as well, like that would like get her to chill the fuck out. I mean she was making like, you know, crazy alt accounts and you know, trying to like expose like Corey's real life and I was stressed. The stress that I was under was greatly great. <laughs> dude I, I developed a very vigorous masturbation routine to kind of justify and kind of cope with all the stress that was going on like i was on like a 7 to 19 you know times per hour cycle and it was very rough time for me I mean, trent it's i just want to let you know that uh- <laughs> wow I mean, how 
How you gonna lay all that shit off on me? I wasn't. Bro, I'm just it. no. I mean, I dude, I was literally. I would like just look at your Twitter and see all the mean tweets, and I'd just go jerk off about it. About how I, sad I was. Oh my god! I mean, as long I as I would like, just cry, I would literally just like you ever like just you just start like never mind. This ain't that kind of podcast. Continue. <laughs> Listen okay. here, I was merely reporting the news to the YouTube world. Okay, you're the one that was making all these goddamn ten part mini. This way, I was still working was on my like, investigation. I'm gonna take your ass to court have, next month. I don't, <laughs> First witness, Graham Graham. Speaking of that, dude, I, Graham Graham. Yeah, I'm calling her up on my other phone right now. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my 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 yeah. favorite video in all of that had to be the the baby animals that you made. So the, they had the baby animals in the background. Uh, yeah, that was the best of all of them. Did you like that? Yeah. yeah. Callie, that tell the truth. Every time we released a video, Corey would be up for three days. What? Yeah, it got, it, it got insane. Like, the, the pressure. I mean, and to be fair, it's time. And, yeah, I mean, he also had, like, internal pressure as far as, you know, like, within his own parties. I mean, the person he was dating at the time, like, fucking hated everyone. So, like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? So they, they kind of added to it. So it's like, I felt, dude, I felt bad, you know, at the time. Well, I mean, well, it was Corey, BT, BT, well, BT's been stressed since like 2015. So, I mean, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, realistically, I mean, I worry about that man. Like, I don't know why all these people stress so bad, though. Like, it's the misconception the of what's going on. I mean, I, like, I can't sit there and talk too much shit. I was the same way for a long time. And, I've never stressed over Xbox. Okay. We get intense. Dude, we got intense about all that shit. But I mean, I will, I will, let me say this. If you don't give a fuck enough about the clan that you're in to be stressed, then you probably shouldn't be in that fucking clan. Because the people that care about this shit care. And the motherfuckers that don't, that are able to change their clan tag or their gamer tag four or five times a fucking year. Those kids aren't stressing over shit. They're not going to be anywhere. You know? I do give a fuck. I give a fuck about TSB and I give a fuck about Hydra. I get stressed about shit sometimes, but uh, I don't know. I don't get stressed when people make videos about me because I think it's cute. You think I'm cute? (laughs) That's what I did. (laughs) You heard it here, folks. Dude, this is a known fact. Like, on this episode... Terrico essentially called me cute. That's all I'm trying to say. Misdirection right, has his fishing pole out today. It only took two seasons. I'm reaching. I'm reaching. <laughs> two seasons. <laughs> I've been reaching all episode. <laughs> yep. I'm just trying to stir the pot. I don't know. Like, Corey just would sit around and hit fucking smoke and make Apex videos and call me a LARPer and shit. No I was online. I remember online <laughs> back yeah. in the good days when I could just like Mr. Action would tweet like and he would tag all these accounts and I could just click on them blocked, 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 blocked. And every once in a while, like Callie never blocks me, but like there'd be like two or three that didn't actually block me. But I was like, what the hell did I do in there? So yeah, I blame you, Terra Code, for that. I was t- and I appreciate it. I didn't this block- whole time, honestly, I had it all wrong. Hydra is not cyber criminals, but Landry, on the <gasps> other hand, Trent, I, I can't keep lying. We know, we know that you yep. have been illegally trading Beanie Babies on the dark web. I have been. Not you. <laughs> Wait, you have to. You have this too. 
<laughs> what incarnation? <laughs> you're selling off my goddamn Beanie Baby collection without telling well, me. Well, I'd like to know why you're letting everybody know how I make uh, a little, a my god, my god, earned money. <laughs> it's a it's yeah. a front for his OnlyFans account. Oh shit! Yeah. Beanie oh, Baby porn? What? What? Question. All right, yeah, Callie. A, I got an OnlyFans account. <laughs> so you <laughs> were publicly ended for um body shaming somebody how do you feel about body shamers and women in general i I think it's (laughs) i think it's terrible i think it's terrible you know what made me laugh was it like it's just like the person that said like obviously ray ray under an alias was the one that tried saying that shit like her her lack of like pop culture like fucking kills me i mean it's what it is i you call it pop internet culture meme culture whatever i mean like dude i said oh whale like, it's like, well, oh, well. that's like a Tumblr phrase from like, yes, yeah. I have a screenshot when emojis first came out where I texted oh, my best friend and said, Oh, well, it was welcome. like, 2010, welcome, I guess <laughs> we're just all, we're all body shamers, dude. No, I, I yeah. love, you know, didn't even know it. No, like, see, it, yeah, so that that's what made me laugh was like the, the person on like the person she's trying to pretend to be was like this mad skinny streamer chick. I'm all, why would I call her fat? I mean, secondly, like, thick girls are hot. Like, I mean, that's, I rock that. You heard it, Kelly. Can I get an official soundbite? Do you, I want to hear you say that you respect thick bitches. I do. I respect. Say it. I respect <laughs> thick bitches, man. Say it again. Say it harder. I respect <laughs> thick bitches. Say it in that voice that everyone, like, feels weird about. I mean, I, I would go so far as to say that the Creators Corner podcast as a whole does. Dude, the creators the creators are thick bitches friendly. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, Toyota. Very much. Yeah. I mean, I, I can say it in the big papa voice. If that's say it in the big papa serious. voice. Like, why, why Trent, we need this to like happen. Can, <laughs> listen to this, man. I don't want to be with a woman that looks like she can stab me with her skinny ass elbow. That's here. a form oh, of body God. shaming, yeah. too, though. Just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> No, it ain't. She can fix it by eating a sandwich. Oh, my. If she knows how to make oh one, these millennials oh are God. all here. All right. What? Yikes. <laughs> what? Yo, Callie, <laughs> say it in the... Okay, back to the thick bitches. I want to hear you say that you respect thick... That you respect thick bitches in the big papa voice. I got to say in the big papa voice, I got to do the... Yeah. Like the real deep. Go ahead. There you go. I cut off for a second. All right. So I'll respect thick bitches. Yo. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. What just happened? Yeah. You're like, Boy, I'm what, what does I have hell, me do? The, hey, baby girl, you lost. I, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta head out. <laughs> Yo, how, I, yeah. Callie. How many you and you and Corey? How many alt Twitter accounts has Bray hit you guys? Oh up God, from? dude, at least like twenty or thirty. At least twenty. Or, it's like insane. Like I, I don't know. Like I've dated crazy girl. Corey and I both dated crazy. Bro, girls. I thought he was about to ask us how many e girls we have between us. I, I did too. I thought that's where this was headed. That, I was gonna that, have to cut it short. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's. Bro, I don't have that many e girls, bro. I just put be putting years, and the bitches don't be acting right. We don't have time for Cali. I'm a long-term dude. Like, I'm oh, working about <laughs> You don't have time for me? Dude, what do you mean? <laughs> this is what we'll... Hey, Cali, I'll speak for both of us. We are long-term guys, but in the period of being single, we run through them. 
That is wow. that's the fairest thing. You know what? Hey, that's one of those dudes. I'm not gonna be one of those dudes. You get all those dudes, oh no, man. I'm a guy. I'm a guy online. Obviously, if a girl talks to me and you know there's mutual interest, fuck it. I'm gonna try it. I wanna see your titties. <laughs> hey, girl, listen. I'm gonna tell you right now. Look, Callie can disagree all he wants, but people, it's known. There's a 30 day free trial, right? And then you got, and then I decide. And Callie, you're right up there with me, bro. You give girls about 30 days, and then you determine if you're gonna resign and then you know re up for the year. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna get a year membership after 30 days, or you're gonna cancel that shit. There's no in between. After thirty days, you've done made your decision if you're if you're resigning. So we're like the the it's like the the clan version of like Planet Fitness or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> but, oh, that's all Cali though. I don't here. do that kind of stuff because I respect women completely. What the hell, right. man? Put me on blast. And we respect you, Mister Xian. There was about a five oh, yeah. year period in my late thirties <laughs> and early forties where I had a strict no rerun policy. You know, I'd, I'd how old are you? I thought you were like twenty seven. He just yeah. turned 50. Oh, my God. No. 48. Same thing. Well, we're rounding now. I never <laughs> rounded age. Why are you mean to this man, Landry? Let's get down to the real facts. What do you mean, why am I mean to this man? Did you this not just hear me talk about how many accounts have me blocked on Twitter because of him? I exist. Code. Before... He- yeah, national clan <laughs> treasure, and he's getting disrespected like oh my his God. own daughter. He made you. Thank you. He made before, TSD, and he made you. Before I even had an Xbox, before I even did anything, I just log on one day. I could just wake up, and I'm like, who is this sending me a message on Facebook? Or who is this DMing me? What is this? And somebody just going balls deep for no reason. Because, of, has it when because you were he born, you were blacklisted <laughs> somewhere. The day you were born, <laughs> you were blacklisted somewhere. Yeah, that's the rumor. <laughs> that way, battles. It was probably you. Are you one? No, you weren't even born yet. You weren't even born yet. What the fuck? <laughs> Corey's sending out his blacklist from the womb. <laughs> I mean, but, I, I, I his first TSB, word. I'm gonna tweet that. I'm gonna be like, I was so damn scared. I had TSB blacklist. Bro, from I, the womb. I was fucking appalled. <laughs> All right, so when we right, so when we first joined XS, I was like absolutely mind blown, bro. Because like for years, like when we had like sixty people on our blacklist, I thought that was like a lot of people. And then we like got into like XS, and like at the time, XGN had their blacklist, and there's like twenty three fucking pages, dude. Like this, like literally, there was like nine hundred people on that blacklist, dude. I, I, was, like, I didn't give shit. a fuck. Everyone you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I had a damn Corey said, he he did what he's playing Halo. Yeah, blacklisting and this yeah. whole squad, dude. I had abbreviations and shit. Let me tell you, look, I, look, hey, hey, hey. I stayed afloat on 360 pretty well because I was just reckless. All right, what? I had motherfuckers terrified. <laughs> Your mom <laughs> grounded you for that's why you've been active. You're both blacklisted. No, you. no, no. Let me tell you <laughs> what happened. I I had it known. Throughout my damn clan, that if your division, if you let what your squad, if you lost a squad tag or you lost something, you let your division get hit, I, I'm shutting down. I'm kicking all you motherfuckers out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somehow, these goofballs let J2H infiltrate a whole damn division, like long <laughs> before there was even any problems. This is like forever ago. And like, I was like, every one of y'all are fucking blacklisted. The whole damn division, all 633 of y'all get the fuck out. Find a new clan. And that was what I said. 
and then that's how I did it. And then I real, and then everyone's like, "Holy shit, this dude is definitely unstable." And then they all left. <laughs> <laughs> I was wild, bro. But just keep in mind, I was also like sixteen, and, and like I had my favorite dude. When we'd hit you up from KSI and be like, "Yeah, bro, uh, this guy got kicked out." One of like, I guess he's in your clan now. And you hit me up like a, like thirty minutes later, going, "Yeah, bro." So uh, I kicked him out, and his recruiter got blacklisted. And I and I uh you know and, and I membership revoked the uh, the general of the squad for allowing it to happen. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, dude, like the whole line, bro. Accountability, accountability. It was like the whole circle <laughs> of life got. Damn, oh my crap. god! Look, you would think I was paying these motherfuckers goddamn twenty seven dollars an hour back then. I was being ridiculous. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Yeah, I used to have this thing that if I, because I have not kicked out a lot of people in TSB, believe it or not, as long as we've been here. We get it. You're an angel. I have. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not an angel. I'm, I'm a, I'm a damn idiot for giving people 150,000 chances. Uh, you know, I mean, I literally at one point, I just hit double digits like a couple of years ago. People I kicked out of TSB, but when I would do it, I never counted their best friend because if I kick somebody out, I would kick their best friend out every time. I felt like that would that would alleviate further problems. Yeah, I'll still do that. Yeah. If I remove somebody, I go on and get their best friend. Yeah, two weeks ago, that was, that was like the that was the standard. This guy's created problems in them. He'll kick him out and his best friend. Bro, people yeah. think I'm the shittiest person in the world when I say that. They're like, what did he do? They're like, they're living with the guy. I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like fucking, they're like, back in like back last year, someone brought to me, like, oh, so this guy's roommate is in TSB. I'm like, you know Bro, what no, 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 dude, you have to tell that story, dude. That's Tasha Doom. That's who that remember. was. <laughs> it was tell the me mute. the story. I don't remember. It was the mute <laughs> female, remember? And like, all right, so you kick this guy I out. What the fuck happened yesterday? I, I don't know how I remember all this shit. It's weird, dude. Fuck it. I remember. I still have all the screenshots for Corey gets my house squatted oh, again. Damn. I did not oh kick out. Spotted. Corey takes screenshots as like a glossary. Bro, I swear to God, I think, hey, you heard it here first. Callie pretty much confirmed that Miss Airy swatted TSB Terracote. No. <laughs> That's what I heard. Gamer no. completely funded and maliciously swatted Terracote. With wow. Sanctuary. With Sanctuary? Wow. Yeah. And raised the one that actually uh, might be. Hey, I actually do believe that. Sanctuary leadership is behind your swatting, and KSIGlobal.com is a part of Sanctuary. So that's just my, that's honestly my opinion, no jokes aside. Association guilty by association? No, no, dude, you're a part of a fucking organization that just has terrible people, that do terrible shit to people, and you gotta, it is what it is. Yeah. That, listen, I 100% would not be shocked to find out that Ray knew who swatted my house and probably has told people in clan sanctuary. Moonshot, I mean that was the theory for a while that I mean not just the theory, I mean, it's a strong fucking theory that you know someone I I mean I think she had someone do it for her because that's kind of how she works. You know what I mean? Like based upon the screenshots. Yeah. She she doesn't ever like get her hands dirty, you know, publicly for anything. So I mean and yeah. I, I I just think it's I think it's fucking ridiculous dude. I mean we've we've gone to that guy through on three fucking occasions. I mean, KSI has even provided the same proof to this to this guy. I mean, it doesn't make KSI any better because he's still in the server after showing him the proof, and now they're aware of who they're sharing the server yeah. with. So I mean, but 
at the same, I mean, but at the same time, it's like, dude, like how many times we got to show these, these people, you know, who they're in bed with right now. You know what I mean? And they're just like, okay, no, it's cool. You know, they, she hasn't created any problems. Yet. Well, neither did we. I mean, name me one yeah, fucking wow. time. Anyone from Hydra Access wow. created a problem inside Sanctuary Server? The answer is zero. I, I literally got attacked in their fucking server, and then I, I, my only reply was LOL, and I got removed. <clears throat> I was attacked by a fucking right. What have? And a couple of KSI.com members. So what did you do to Ray or Unlimited to warrant this type of backlash? We would not allow her to fucking get a license in our name and run cyber games and scam people out of fucking money. We said no. Literally, we said no. Yeah. And then she approached all of us and told us to, you know, cut. She wanted to get J2H and XDG out. I mean, like, like, how does that, I mean, like, how does it work? I mean, if we're like. That was, yeah. Oh, was it? I mean, I have I have the screenshots. I have the fucking messages from her on Twitter. I just I remember one um, group of screenshots I saw where she was saying that Hydra should have, as a whole, should have like one vote, right? So like you and like at the time J two H and XCG should all come together and y'all's vote would only count as one on the whole thing. But then the um, is that right? Unlimited yeah. people. She the silent. She was going to sell. Right? Yeah, she was going to sell fucking chairs. She found some kid in XGN. How much money was she going to get that kid? Like $1,500 to invest in cyber games, Corey? He was ready to do it, too. Yeah. I had to tell him not to. It was Helix. Yeah. And Yeah, I mean, he was literally going to invest money, and she had talked this kid in investing like $1,500. She was and the contract him. that she showed him was an unlimited contract. Not Nothing to do with what yeah. we were doing. Yeah. Who, who else was that that she approached that she actually got like a couple hundred bucks from? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She Which had time? she had she had her apparel was, company lined up. It was up. in the whole cyber games thing. Who was the kid? Who's the XGN kid that was helping us? It was either TXO or XGN. Dude, was, I I like wasn't. I forget his name. Why do I forget his damn name? Hell, I don't know. But like she she literally had people fucking lined up to buy in. And she was actually going to she was going to silence the excess and Hydra vote by selling shares to people and giving them unlimited contracts so that she was going to build this on our name, take all the money, all the credit, all this mm-hmm. shit and run away and leave us holding a shit sandwich. That's what she was going to fucking do, just like she did in unlimited. Yeah, she left them all tied. I mean, she left them stranded. She owes a ton of people money. So, I mean. Yeah, oh, yeah, ton of people money. She was trying to bring in all of her friends doing it too. Was that hey, you know, this is a project that we started. I mean, am I going to deny the fact that you know she did help out through the process of like you know all the clans getting along? Yeah, she didn't manipulate me to do shit. This was a plan that I had. Regardless, I had to be a little more stealthy about it because at the time, you know, the people in excess weren't in a mind frame to just say hey, fuck it, let's have meetings. So I mean, like you know, it, it took a lot of talking. A lot of solving problems. You know, my, my furthermost concern was, hey, dude, I see Corey stressed out. Dude, people are attacking him like crazy. What can I do to stop that? What can, in, in, you know, Ray and Unlimited, that was a major conduit. You know, that, that was someone that was really attacking him. Oh, so, yeah. So, I mean, and that was bad. So, I mean, 
deleted all their fucking videos off. She bought the login from that one kid. Didn't even pay him. To the YouTube channel. No, she didn't even pay him. She bought the login from him, stiffed him for the payment, got on there, deleted all the videos, made a video claiming to be Graham Graham, and fucking, you know, did all this shit, and then turned around and lied about it. Went straight to Corey and told him it was us. That's what really pissed me off. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, it's just a lot of, like, a lot of isolated incidents, a lot of lies. I mean, that that was her big deal, like, with the whole cyber game thing. I mean, that was a project that, like, you know, all of us had thought of. You know, I mean, it wasn't even really a Ray project. Yeah. This is like a, hey, how can the clans, you know, let's find a, an olive branch in the center where all the clans can, you know, get acclimated with each other. Everything was new. You know, we still had people that were, you know, skeptical or afraid or didn't trust so-and-so or... I mean, there was just a lot of past shit that needed to get, you know, people needed to get over. So, I mean, that was the whole point of, you know, the cyber games thing and, you know, the gathering server and all that stuff. And, like, she, she fought, first she fucked up the gathering server. And then after that, she turned around and was like, hey, I want to bring High and Sword Dog into this. So, it's like, she's, like, trying to get her people and her vendors, like, at the top of this so they can exploit and make money off of it. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, that wasn't in the cards to begin with. I mean, I think all of us kind of agreed that it would have been, you know, a non-profit venture. This is more just for members. Yep. True that. Yeah. True that. But all those people in Clan Sanctuary, all those clans that are fucking clicked up over there, that's what you're clicked up with, and you know it, and you're staying. And that that makes you just as fucking guilty. I mean... That's what it is for me, man. I mean, they they know the caliber of person and the people that they associate with, and they still continue. And, you know, it, it's just crazy to me that someone that has never created anything, like never had a successful clan, can go around and, and boast, like, a clan hub to, like, help you and your clan. Like, that's that would be literally... Like, if I had never created XGN and never had any clan of my own or any success of my, like, own, and I just made Exile Syndicate and then went around to everyone else's clans, like, hey, you want to join this? And, like, just be, like, what? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, what? Like, and I personally really do find it offensive as someone that has built and has, like, been around that just someone that, like, like, some half-assed leader from KSI, right, that essentially never actually, like, built anything ever, especially on his own, like, is going around yeah. saying that he, he can, like, help other clans or, like, ensure success and, you know, just kind of, like, fool all these other, like, groups, which really says a lot about KSIglobal.com for, you know, being under them, which essentially justifies and reiterates everything that we were just saying about them just a few months ago. Well, literally, I mean, if you want to, if you want to take that stance, we're sitting here with KSI.com, the man who's running it and what's he built? What has JT ever, what, what has JT ever built? Nothing. I mean, nothing. I mean, realistically, I mean, the, the whole, I mean, that was the whole conversation you know, for a long time. I mean, especially like that, what didn't make sense about, you know, who took the community and all that stuff. And I mean, you know, yeah, they'll probably get pissed off, but it's like, 
I don't remember, you know, J- like, fuck, I didn't even, I wasn't even vocal with JT until about five or six years into being in KSI. So it's like, yeah, I mean, he wasn't really approachable. He was just this, you know, inactive guy that would hop on the website and, you know, post on the shout box every once in a while and, you know, do some behind the scenes work. Who knows what happened? I mean, I can't even say he did behind the scenes work because we'd ask him to do minor things like, hey, yo, we uh, need a new theme. That was the whole trip to Texas. He's not special. I can take any <clears throat> private and, like, you, you can ask Bree, you can ask someone that, literally come in and didn't know, you know, anything about IPV or whatever. Like, the fact of the matter is the entitlement and the attitude that comes from someone that is nothing more, and I mean absolutely nothing more than an outdated IPB and Vision Power Board admin. A, a, just, just a normal fucking forms admin. Somehow has all this entitlement and feels like he has right to a brand that people actually built, right? By if we're talking about built, I've done catastrophe like huge, huge amounts more for KSI in less than two years than JT has done. Period, and more than he will probably ever fucking do. I can literally take a yeah. private in KSI right now and show them within a fucking a week how to do everything that JT currently does for KSI. Everything. That is pitiful. Just saying. Yep, He's well, not that's... fucking special at all. Not even slightly. In the least. Well, that, that's what made it confusing as to the people that took over. You know what I mean? Like, I can't totally speak. Like, Karen, I know Karen was in clan ops like a long time ago, but like, for the majority of my KSI career, dude, he was just kind of in an inactive mod. So, I mean, it wasn't I mean, that, that's what a lot of people had a hard time grasping, you know, like when we get into arguments with them is that we were pretty oft forgotten, you know, from at least, I mean, fuck, I'll even throw Iceman into this from like 2012 to like 2018. It's like, you know, it, it had nothing to do. Every, everyone that is in, you know, with the exception of maybe a handful of people that are in dot com right now, you know, in various roles. None of them have anything to do with the survival of, of, of KSI at all. You know, I mean, you get a lot of these old names that come back, you know, 07, 08, or, you know, 06, and they they talk about, you know, how they need to be respected and all that stuff, and we're like, bro, like, yeah, you were around during that time, and, like, I don't doubt you did a ton of work, but from 2012 to 2018, we're the reason KSI was alive. People like BT Game, you know, all we kept the clan alive. We built so it's like, you know, it, it was what it was. I mean, Bill and all them will all, you know, Dead Me and all will always have the respect of creators because it's their clan. It's always going to be their clan. But, you know, people like JT, dude, didn't have to grind for six to eight years to keep the name afloat. You know, he didn't have to, you know, it's all he sat on a website and we provided him traffic. That That's really what it was. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. I agree. All right, man. It's been a good episode. Yeah, a lot. I think it's a good stopping point. Definitely. I do. I do agree. Thank you so much so. for coming, um, Callie. Uh, we definitely appreciate having you. Yeah. For- um, do you guys? Right. Do you guys have any closing statements you want to make before I close it out? Raise hell, raise hell. Fuck yeah. clan sanctuary.
Ooh, changing it up this time yeah all right guys (laughs) thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode of the creator's corner all right all right